Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Hey, everybody. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it... I'm sorry, I was doing the hump day thing, the camel. Guess what day... It's Friday. And are we happy? Because the sun is out. Yes. Uh, we have a great show lined up for you today. Steve Batterson's going to join us, Quad City Times. Yes, Iowa is in Des Moines tonight at Valley Stadium. And then tomorrow afternoon in Ames at Iowa State, it's the spring game for the Cyclones. We have you totally covered on both uh, universities. Uh, Steve Batterson at 1225, 140. Chris Cotillo, uh, Major League Baseball, the Daily Dish, SB Nation. For Iowa State, Matt Nelson, wide right Natty Light. He's on at 2 o'clock. We'll break down everything that he thinks he's going to get a chance to see uh, when he goes to Ames tomorrow. And then the Wolfman's in the building at about 225 today. How you doing, kid? You all right? I'm doing well, yeah. Yeah. Getting ready for the Hawkeyes making their way over. Uh, Excited to head back over to Valley Stadium just to hop, skip, and a jump uh, away from the house. So going to do that, take the uh, kid out. Yeah. Let her run around a little bit. Run around a little bit, yeah. Yep, uh, do that. and. And watch a little football, a little pads popping, excited for that, and excited to certainly see some of the changes in the passing game for Iowa. Again, I always you like think to caution. You think you'll see any? Yeah. Okay. Jim, what, do you think they're going to go with the same I, Greg Davis offense? No, I don't, but I don't think it's going, I don't think they're going to show much. They're going to throw the ball deep a few times to mm-hmm. excite the fans, that sort of thing. Right. But, okay, all right. That's it. That's all I got. Well, you you ask the question a lot to our guests. I do. Is it going to change much? It has been relayed to me that the terminology, yes, the route tree, uh huh, and everything else of the passing game of the Greg Davis regime is gone. Okay, it is gone. All right. So we don't have to worry about that I'll anymore. I'll take your word for our it. Our long five year nightmare <laughs> hey, well, of GDGD. That. <laughs> that that got you a a twelve win season and a trip to the Rose Bowl. It did. There, there's no doubt about it. You okay. think that was because of the offense? No, no. But I'm yeah. I'm saying they they had to score some points in order they to did. win. They did. In their two big games, what did you get out of that? On the road at Wisconsin, less than 100 yards passing. Oh, I know. On the road at Wisconsin, uh, Nebraska, less than 100 yards passing. passing. I know. They won. Know. Yes, they despite did. Despite yes of Greg Davis that year. How All about right. that? Fair enough. I just don't think he was a very good pr- play caller. I don't think certainly that his offense in the passing game mm-hmm. worked with what Iowa wanted to I, do. I and agree with that 100%. I, I think the numbers certainly bear that out over the last five years. Yes. The question becomes, does this revert back to what we saw under Ken O'Keefe? And under Ken O'Keefe, it was you would see a lot of deep crossing routes. They yes. would do that. Uh, they use the tight end up the seam a lot more, try to get them in space, split safeties, you know, things like that. Are you going to see more of that? Or is it going to be something different than what we saw before? And that's the question. The question is not, it's going to look different. The passing game will look different than Greg Davis. I, that's done. I, I, I agree with that. The short passing game, the yes. horizontal passing game, that is out the window. It never melded with Iowa could get. No. As why, try to imagine, you know, last time Iowa had a couple of good receivers that played together, try to imagine Darrell Johnson, Coolianos, and oh, Marvin McNutt playing oh, in that golly, offense. It, it doesn't work. No, it would have been terrible. Because those guys are physical guys, especially McNutt. Yes. The physicality that he played with, and he was able to high point balls and go get it you know, up the sidelines and things like that. Him trying to grab a little two-yard hitch and then doing something afterwards, Marvin McNutt would have been awful in that offense. Yeah. So does it revert back to that, or is it going to be where 
Brian Ferentz is going to use the ideas that he got working with the New England Patriots, the utilization. Remember, during that time, uh, Aaron Hernandez is a different story now. Yes, it is. But back when he was coaching, the way that you they utilized two tight ends a lot, we saw Iowa use that at times and go three tight ends even at times. Mm-hmm. Uh, go back to the Ohio State game, what, four years ago when they went up there to Columbus right. and, and had them on the ropes. They had and they them played, on the ropes. Yeah, they did. They played an outstanding Ohio State yeah. game up there and uh, played that game very well. But they did it. Jake Doozy had like an 80-yard touchdown in that game. He was fantastic he, in that he game. He outran everybody. They utilize their tight ends, and, and they have a lot of tight ends. Mm-hmm. From the local kid here, John Wisniewski, who's now a senior, and uh, it's crazy to think about that guy's going to be a senior next season. He's never been able to stay healthy. Noah Font, we saw last year yes. play a little bit. He's an athletic freak. I mean, the kid is he is an outstanding athlete. Can he block? Well, that's still coming along. <laughs> Same thing. Still TJ, a question. TJ Hawkinson, I loved watching that kid yeah. play in high school. He's a kid that just another one that was such a good athlete playing at the 3A level. You got your two guys that can block really well. We mm-hmm. saw both Picard and Weeding last year. So they have five different pieces that they can utilize in different ways. And does that become a bigger part then? And do you go more with the Meldon, you know, things that become have more in vogue now than they were back in the O'Keefe days, the rub routes. Yeah. And that's something that we've seen New England utilize time and time and time again. Oh, it's a pick play. Well, you well, can call it a pick play. Yeah, you can call it what you want, but if it they're works. not going to throw a flag. No, if they're not. You're going to get a little guy in space and you get Vandenberg in space. You get something like that. Yeah. Make things happen and boom, just like that. That's chunks correct. of yards down the field. So that's what I'm looking for. Yes, the offense of passing game will look different. It's going to be running game, zone blocking scheme. That's never going to change. You could bring in Mike Leach as the offensive coordinator. The zone blocking scheme in the run game is going to stay the same. Yes, though. it is. It's not that changing. is what they're going to do. That's what Kirk Ferentz knows. That's what he coaches so well. That will never change. The passing game, on the other hand, that will change. So does that answer the question definitively enough for you, Jimmy? Uh, not quite. You got another five minutes you can give me on it? I probably can. I probably can. <laughs> of course, uh, with that, we also got the spring game uh, happening tomorrow. With Iowa State? Up at Iowa State. Uh, beautiful day for that yeah, one as well. well. Looking forward to that. A lot of question marks for me along the defensive line. I think that's my biggest question. Defensive line? Defense, and really, I guess the front seven as a whole. Uh, see, now, I was going to go front seven. Yeah. And it's not a front seven if we see them go more to the four two five. Correct. It's a front six. Yeah. So you, you kind of got that caveat that you have to throw in there. But landing at the linebacker spot, they got a couple of other guys. Maybe it'll be a youngster that can step forward. And then, you know, those Juco guys, there's, you know, from Leo, who people rave about. But how ready are those guys to play right away? Because mm-hmm. I think the offensive line is going to be better, improved. Look at what Coach Manning did with that group last right. year. From what they were at they the were, beginning of the year. They were horrible at yeah. the beginning of the year. They didn't have a clue. No. And by yeah. the end, I And mean, losing Campos really, right. really hurt him, too. And he's dinged up again. Yeah, I know. Is, I is, saw, is, he, is this going to be the story oh, of his career? God, I hope not. I hope he's not one of those guys that has terrific talent. Mm-hmm. We know that he, he does. does. Yes. yes, he does. And he just can't stay healthy. Yeah. God, I hate that when that happens. Mm-hmm. You see it happen a lot, though. Yes, it, no, do, it and, does. And you're left just kind of wondering if that's going to be the case for Campos up there. Uh, it would it'd be awesome to see him put together a great full season this year. It would year. be and see what he can do. And it certainly would help that offensive line even more because, like you said, we know Campos is talent. Yes, he is. Uh, there's a reason that programs across the Midwest wanted him. There's a reason that I, I had a coach over at Valley said, we've had a lot of great guys go through. Nobody's been close to Jim like, Campos. Like this guy. Yeah. Like he is that talented, athletic, yeah. the size, the frame, everything. you When you're building a tackle, you're building Jake Campos. Mm-hmm. But 
There's the other side. This and that's is it. Health. Can he stay healthy? And that's health. So, you know, the lines are going to be something I'm going to be keeping a close eye on with Iowa State uh, tomorrow. I, I got a kick yesterday. We had John Walters on. Yep. And he can go check out that podcast, Cyclone fans, over at 1700kbgg.com. But, you know, where uh, it'll be on radio. But they didn't want to put it on Cyclone TV. Yeah. They, they didn't want to give anything extra to uh, that. Cracked me up. To the, you and I coaches in game yeah. number one eh, makes hey, sense, hey, right? Yeah, it makes. You yeah, don't need to give them free tape. That was that was that was hilarious when he said that. Yeah, we're going to do it on radio, but not on Cyclone TV. They don't want to show anything. Well, doesn't the Big Ten? Doesn't the SEC? Doesn't the Pac-12 networks? Don't they all do the spring game? They do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they cover the spring game for every every team. Like Purdue is on BTN tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I, I I don't understand that, to be honest with you. It's just another way to showcase your program. Right, right. And you're not going to show anything. I Nothing mean, that people wouldn't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I that amazes me. <laughs> was, it, was it Pete Carroll, when he was at USC, would run some practices? I mean, the entire practice with the media there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just opened it up, right? Right. right. Yeah. Yeah, hey, tr- stop us. Yeah. That's the... It was a little bit different. A little there. bit and different plus, at USC. <laughs> you know, at USC, you're yeah. in a professional market you are. where you're trying to kind of gain yep. a, a, to- a foothold of, of different media entities. So that is a little well, bit different. Well, for the longest time, team. USC was the uh, professional football team in yep. that town. Yep. Not anymore. <laughs> Not anymore. Not anymore. Woo! They got well, two. Uh, do they? <laughs> well, one and a I half. Mean, yeah. The Chargers and Maybe then the one. Rams. Maybe. A half for each of them. <laughs> I don't think the Chargers will be that bad, but the Rams, jeez. The what rebuild a, continues. Oh, man, it does. That's just dreadful. But uh, with all that, Jimmy B, plenty of conversation on uh, spring practice tonight. We'll for the have Hawkeyes. a lot of it, yeah. Spring game uh, for Iowa State. But uh, bearing the lead a little bit, it has become official. It's where we've talked uh, the last mm-hmm. couple of days. Wichita is gone. Yes. No longer a member of the Missouri Valley Conference. You know, it's it's nothing uh, shocking to us. That's been uh, a topic of conversation several days on this show. It was in the making. Uh, voted in unanimously. So what does that tell you about the American? Hey, we know we got a dynamite team. And it's a school that represents itself very well. They know how those fans travel, Trent. Mm-hmm. And and they do. Shocker fans travel big. And if the I'm trying to remember, do you remember where the conference tournament was for the American this year? Was it in Dallas? No, it was in Connecticut. Oh, it was. Yep. I think they move it around. They do. Yep. Yeah. Okay. But if it's in Dallas or Memphis, those those people yeah. are going. No, of course. You yeah. know, it'd be a caravan out of Wichita. A little bit different than heading to Samford, uh, Connecticut. <laughs> It's not exactly the most <laughs> no, entertaining trip in the early not, March. Not a garden that spot. That you're going to go to. But and next year, we saw Cincinnati, how good that team was this year. We yes. saw them come into Ames and win a game back in December. They're going to be outstanding. Yes, they year. are. SMU is uh, going to be good again. SMU will be very good. UConn, can they rebound from what right. they were a year ago? Uh, Houston's pretty good. Yep. We saw Central Florida make a run to yep. the NIT Final Four. They did. Memphis is a name program. They're going to be awful. They are. They only have three scholarship players I, right now. They they lost like two guys. Just yeah, the, the brothers. Out, yeah, we're out of here. Yeah, we're getting out because well, they screwed around with their dad. Yeah, and uh, I, I was reading a little bit about that from Gary Parrish, the national yes, writer, right? With CBS, he's a, he's based in Memphis. He is, so yeah. he's very close to the situation. Right. Uh, so their father was an assistant coach before under Passner. Mm-hmm. Well, the reason he got the job is because the kids are coming. Yeah, and, right. and they're going to be good. But regardless of that, there's two more sons that are coming up in 2019 and I think 2021. They also have a cousin 
That's like a top 10 player nationally coming up in those classes as well. Okay. But instead of just making everything right, keeping him on as assistant, he demoted him. Tubby did when he got there to right. the number three role. Right. And basically almost blackballed him mm-hmm. from the staff. Mm-hmm. So the, the two kids said, we're yeah, out of here. We're out of here. The coach is out of here. Those kids aren't coming. Those Memphis kids aren't coming. It doesn't make a lick of sense the way Tubby went it. He yeah. hasn't recruited well. No, he hasn't. Memphis basketball for a long time, a very good program, even before what Cal did. That's right. Year after year, a, a program that you knew would be pretty good. Penny Hardaway hey, taking they, them to they, the lead. They had, they had players. Keith Lee was there as well. Final four. Yeah, I mean, that's right. Back when they were Memphis State, this is a very good program, but they're going to fall on hard times. Regardless of that, though, back to Wichita. Uh, it's uh, certainly going to be a jump up. You don't have to worry about, uh, we got to win the MVC tournament mm-hmm. together now. You have that wiggle room. Your schedule is going to be much better, much more opportunities to pick up top 50, top 100 victories. It's the right move for Wichita, but boy, does it suck for the MVC. Man, it does. Uh, this is, uh, I'm not going to say it's the uh, death blow, but it's close. I mean, it's a nut rocker to the uh, Valley. There's no question about it. And the Valley now, and you can say, well, they still got you and I, and, and they still got Illinois. No, no. Not even close to what Creighton and Wichita State uh, were to this conference. And to be honest with you, Trent, it's going to be pretty much for the most part. I think once in a while they might get to, mm-hmm. but it's pretty much going to be a one-bid conference. Right. It yeah. really is. Yeah, and that's, that's what it is now. Yeah, it's a one-bid league. That's it. And for years and years, they worked to change that perception. Yes. They really got things rolling in they the early did. 2000s. Yep. Multiple teams in year after year. Mm-hmm. The year, what was it, 2005 when they got four, four teams in. in. Right. Even look at the, you and I, twice in their program history, mm-hmm. has gotten at large bids to the NCAA tournament. Yeah. In those two seasons, you have any idea what their record was in those two years? I do not. One year they were 21 and 10. Wow. And still got an at large bid. The other one, I think they were 23 and 8. Okay. Going into the tournament and okay. got an at large bid. That shows you the strength of the league at that time, how good the league was. Right. Where now, you and I is going to have to be 30 and 5. Yeah, they are. Yeah. If, if they don't win the conference tournament, tournament. you're going to have to do that. You're going to have to couple it with a great non conference schedule. Yes. You're going to have to beat a couple of heavyweights. You probably can't even afford to lose in your conference tournament until the championship game. Maybe get upset there, and maybe you can sneak in and go to Dayton. Uh, that's that's the way it is now for a program like UNF. What was Wichita State this past year? Were they thirty-one and four, or thirty or thirty and five, and they got a and and they won the conference tournament, mm-hmm. and they were the only team to get in, and they got a ten seed. They were twenty-nine and four. Twenty-nine before the tournament be, before began. the tournament began. Okay, twenty-nine and four. four. Yeah. What does that get you? A, a ten, ten seed. seed. I'm gone. Yeah. I'm out of here. Yeah. We're we're not getting any respect whatsoever. This league's going in the dumper. Hey, look, it, it, it is what it is. It's going to still be fun. Yeah. Does it open up the gates more for somebody like you and I? Absolutely. Yeah. They can they could they could become the uh the gorilla in the room. And one of my favorite what ifs, Jimmy B, I've told you this one before. Okay. One of my favorite what ifs goes back now seven years ago. Okay. What if Greg McDermott doesn't lose Wesley Johnson to transfer? Oh, sure. What if Greg, What if Dana Altman doesn't get the Oregon job? Mm-hmm. Remember, Dana Altman at the time, he was like the 12th choice on their list. Yeah, and, he was. And he finally got there. What if Greg McDermott doesn't leave Iowa State? Let's start right there. Greg McDermott sticks around for another year. Doug McDermott goes to you and I. You and I on the heels of getting to the Sweet 16. Right. 
beating Kansas, then yeah. welcomes in a yeah. guy that turns into an All-American. Oh, yes. You continue on. They were very close two of those years to making the tournament. You're going to guess with Doug McDermott, you are going to make it. I would say so. The Creighton program, is it looked at in the same light when the Big East is looking around for other programs? Maybe instead of the invitation, if Creighton hadn't been an NCAA tournament team during mm-hmm. those years, mm-hmm. maybe they look and say, you know what, St. Louis University makes more sense than Creighton. You have that one. The MVC still has Creighton at this time. You and I goes from a program that's a nice mid-major. They sustained that Sweet 16 run and what they did a couple of years ago over right. those two years. In the middle with Doug McDermott on those teams, mm-hmm. maybe another Sweet 16. Maybe, maybe an Elite Eight. Yeah. We just never know. Yeah. UNI's program is in a completely different standing. The Missouri Valley Conference with Creighton still there is in completely different standing. If Creighton's still there, Wichita's probably not looking around. The conference as a whole, and it all goes back to Dana Altman getting the Oregon job and Greg McDermott moving back. That's, a, that's incredible. When think you, of how much that, that, that one circle. move yes. impacted college basketball in the Midwest in a huge way. Seven years. Seven years. Took seven years for it to take place, mm-hmm. but now it has. The MVC maintains its power status as, if not the best, number two behind sure. the A-10. Sure, In conference standing there. Uh, Creighton and Wichita are still happy. Multiple teams are still going to the tournament. Yep. You and I might be looked at like... You know, different programs are. Not quite Butler, who made back-to-back championship mm-hmm. games, but very close. At least called yeah. maybe the Gonzaga of the Midwest. Yeah. That could be the program we're talking about. And it all goes back to that one decision. That's incredible. Yeah. That, uh, when, you, when you set it back seven years in motion like that, that's absolutely incredible how that just sort of circled the entire uh, basketball realm and the way things now have played out. It's, look, it's, it's tragic for the Valley. They lost their two powerhouses, mm-hmm. replaced with Loyola, which is god-awful. They're getting better. Well, okay. They're just awful. Not god-awful. Awful. And now, who are you going to get? Uh, do you... I, was, it, uh, who, was it Gary? Gary Rima yesterday said they probably will chase Belmont. Belmont, Valpo, the yeah. teams we talked about, yeah. the Dakota schools. Yeah, it's... those schools. The UMKC and Nebraska-Omaha ones don't make a lick of sense to me. No. They're, they're terrible basketball programs. Yep. Nebraska-Omaha is getting better, but come on. They're the second fiddle in their own market in Omaha. Mm-hmm. I mean, imagine if there was another school here in Des Moines. Right. That's what it would be. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> Grandview. Yeah. yeah. If Grandview was right. a D1, you know, that's that's what it would be like and the difference between it. So, I, that's where we are. And for the MVC, it's it it hurts. Mm-hmm. It hurts a lot, no doubt about it. Well, Jimmy B, we got Steve Batterson we coming do. up here on the other side. We'll talk Hawkeyes and their spring practice tonight at Valley. Uh, coming up with him. Before we get to that, though, yeah, let's take man. a quick peek back at in case you missed it from yesterday. Well, we were uh, hitting the panic button with the Cubs <laughs> during the show yesterday. <laughs> Maybe shouldn't have done that. Kyle Schwarber says, Jimmy B and TC, don't worry, I got this. Sense to load the catcher up in that. <laughs> Right. Kyle Schwarber just hit one a ton. Three run homer. Cubs lead five to four. They tack one more on and win it six four as the Cubs go to two and one. And after uh, Joe Madden the other day had a great quote, he was talking about. Well, yeah, we just finished up our spring training down in Arizona, and then we had a, another six-day training in Missouri. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was They were there for a long they time. Were, they were camped out there. Hope they took extra underwear. Let's go to the surprise of baseball. Oh, Lord, how oh. long am I going to have to listen to this? Uh, hopefully all season long. <laughs> the Minnesota Twins are undefeated 
Here, Brandon Kinsler finishes it out. Jack swing, but he went. The Twins have started this season by playing very clean baseball. And they end up with a clean sweep of the Royals. Well, again, Dick oh Bremer on the call there. Fox Sports North as the Twins win it 5-3. to three. Now they head to Chicago with the three-gamer against the White Sox. Are they uh, jumping off the freeway overpasses in Kansas City? That's what I want to know. Yeah, they're ready for Chiefs football. <laughs> We're coming right back. Speaking of football, uh, we'll get into the uh, spring practice tonight at Valley Stadium. Steve Batterson will be our guest. Jimmy B and TC. It's the Big Talker, 1700. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, noon to 3, and Des Moines' biggest local sports show, Marty and Miller, from 3 to 6 on 1700. The weather's warming up, and it's time to think about your spring projects. Wolf Construction Roofing can take any roofing job, large and small, flat roof, sloped, or pitched. The guys at Wolf Construction will do a wonderful job for you. Most single-family home projects are completed in one day, and your property is left in better condition than they found it. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. It's Wolf Construction Roofing. Call BJ Bengard today, 515-225-8866, or check them out online, wolfconstruction.net. Hey everybody, it's me, it's Jimmy B, and I'm here to tell you about Aspen in the West Glen Town Center in West Des Moines. You want a great workout? Aspen has got everything that you need. It's a newly remodeled facility. All the machines, all of the weights, training sessions, everything that you need to get your health improved. And right now, Aspen is running a family add-on special. One dollar to join any membership for someone in your family as well. Just one dollar. It's a family membership add-on special. It's Aspen, West Glen, Town Center, West Des Moines. The latest thing in tile is brick. As in the brick-look porcelain tile that you can get right now at the Home Depot. Whether you're framing a fireplace or covering a wall, brick-look tile is an easy, inexpensive way to add character to your home. We have dozens of styles to choose from and great ideas on how to use them. For looks that range from stately to cozy to just plain cool. Get the look of brick for the price of tile, as little as $4.99 a square foot, only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. The Spa at West Glen, a personal journey for the mind, body, and spirit. Treat yourself with massage therapies including sweetest massage, deep tissue massage, and the signature service from the Spa at West Glen, the West Glen Body Ritual. The Spa at West Glen also provides injectables, facials, chemical peels, and medical spa treatments including Dermapen along with nutritional services. Look and feel your best with help from the Spa at West Glen. And the Spa at West Glen makes a great gift for the special lady in your life. Believe me. Call the Spa at West Glen at 515-225-2642. That's 515-225-2642. Or check them out online at relaxdemoine.com. Dr. Heidi Cook and the Spa at West Glen. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu. 
featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. You soon. Your Honor, I stand before you to prove that AT&T's two-year price guarantee is the ultimate all-included bundle experience. Order! I submit Exhibit A, DirecTV Select all-included package with over 145 channels. Exhibit B, monthly fees for Wi-Fi gateway, Genie HD DVR, and three additional receivers included. Objection! Overruled! Exhibit C, reliable high-speed internet and digital home phone. Order! And to close, lock in your bundle price at $89.99 a month for two years with AT&T. The court rules in favor of AT&T. Call your local dealer now. Switch to DirecTV today and start enjoying the nation's number one satellite TV service. Call Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. That's Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. For us, 24-month TV and 12-month internet agreements and combined billing. New approved customers only must remain active and in good standing on all services or then prevailing rates apply in second year. Prorated ETF up to $480 for TV, $180 for internet. Equipment non-return and other fees and conditions apply. Call for details. Offerings 121.17. Back to the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. It's Jimmy B and TC. All right, everybody, welcome back in on a uh, Friday here in the capital city. Uh, Steve Batterson will be our first guest, Quad City Times. Then at 1 o'clock, Kevin Lehman will join us. We'll break down the uh, Valley Conference, uh, now losing not only Creighton a few years back, but now they have lost Wichita State as well. Kevin Lehman, our guest at 1. Chris Cotillo will join us. Major League Baseball, the Daily Dish, SB Nation. Uh, Iowa State has their spring game tomorrow afternoon uh, in uh, Ames. And Matt Nelson, wide right, Natty Light, will be our guest at 2. Let's don't uh, waste any time. Steve Batterson, Quad City Times, on the Draft House 50 Hotline, Mills Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. Hello, Steve. Hey, good afternoon, gentlemen. Are you already driving, or what's your plan here today? No, the the, the Quad City Times Conestoga is gassed up and ready to go. So <laughs> the limo. West. You bet. You bet. You bet. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be fun. You'll have a good time. At least you got a break with the weather, Steve. Absolutely, yeah. It was it was much worse a year ago, standing out there in the in the cold wind, and uh, yeah, I think this will be a, a substantial upgrade. Well, uh, certainly a lot of things to be looking for tonight uh, over at the practice, and uh, the one thing that we've talked a lot about is the offense and Brian Ferentz. You know, he's just been implementing what he wants to do over the last couple of weeks with the guys. I'm sure it's going to look pretty clunky offenses in general in the spring. Don't usually look uh, real great under Kirk Ferentz, but uh, what are you looking for tonight from the offense? Are, are you looking at uh, trees, you know, passing routes, things like that? Differences. What do you expect to see from the offensive side, and what are you looking for most importantly? 
Well, I don't think we're going to see any great surprises. I mean, I think those things will be kept fairly well under wraps until September. But, uh, you know, this is an offense that is kind of evolving. We've, we've been provided a few hints over the past couple of weeks in talking with, with assistant coaches about, you know, where things may be headed. Uh, LeVar Woods uh, talked on Wednesday a lot about how, uh, uh, how the tight ends are, are going to be expected to fill more roles than just kind of being an inline tight end. Uh, uh, you know, they're going to be asked to flex out a little bit, uh, use some receiving abilities. Uh, he mentioned fullback is a possibility for some of those guys. And, you know, he's got some young guys that, that have some in, intriguing possibilities. Obviously, we saw a little bit of Noah Font last, last uh, fall, but, uh, you know, there's some other guys that have been kind of waiting in the wings, too. Uh, you know, TJ Hawkinson, uh, uh, you know, was a terrific receiver in high school. Uh, uh, Sean Byer has moved over from receiver to tight end, so uh, it'll be interesting to see how those guys are used and utilized. Uh, you know, we're not going to see too much tonight, but I, I do think that there probably will be more of a vertical component to to what they're asked to do, and and uh, uh, you know, that's part of the intriguing part of it. Uh, again, receiver is, is a huge question for this football team. Uh, you know, looking at, at those guys and seeing if if you know if the Devonte Youngs and and, uh, you know, uh, those kind of guys have, have made some, some progress. Adrian Falconer, another guy that uh, has been around for a couple of years but really hasn't contributed too much. Uh, those, are, those are areas that I think that, uh, you know, we make it a hint or two as, as to some of their abilities tonight. Uh, uh, and, again, quarterback is, is uh, uh, you know, a bit of a question. Uh, you know, the rumblings that we've been hearing are that Tyler Wiegers has had a pretty good spring. Uh, now, how much is he pushing Nathan Stanley? Uh, yeah, you know the, the the hint going into it was that they expected this to be kind of a competition. Uh, we'll see how much of a, it is, uh, not only tonight but uh, again two weeks from tonight in that spring game at Kinnick. So, uh, you know, there, there's a lot of uh, intrigue. You know, the one thing we know we won't see tonight is we're not going to see Akram Wadley get hit. Uh, right. And that's, that's not happening this spring. And, um, but uh, you know, there's some other backs in in, in Torn Young and and Toksak and Robade that are are, you know, waiting in the wings, and this will be a chance for them, too. So a backup offensive lineman as well, a lot of, uh, uh, you know, spots to be filled there as well. So uh, we'll get a gauge here on, on, you know, on how this new offensive staff is kind of viewing things, too. Uh, uh, and you're right, I think it'll be pretty clunky. It usually has been at this uh, particular event, and, and then the uh, – uh, the offense tends to do a little better the second time around. Uh, I, that wouldn't surprise me. I think that's probably where this is headed again tonight. Let me uh, go back to one thing that you mentioned there. When you talked about Tyler Wiggers and you mentioned that reports coming out says that he's had a, a good camp so far. In your estimation, could that be some sort of coach speak, somebody trying to, uh, like what we get out of Washington, D.C. all the time? Is that leaked information? Is that fake news? What do we What do we got going on here? Do, are you buying that? Uh, you know, I, I think right now what, what you have are, are, are two guys in Stanley and Uyghurs who've had a little taste of action. Neither of them has really played all that much. Uh, you've got a new coach looking at him in, in Ken O'Keefe as a quarterback's coach who you know, ultimately will be the guy who, who has probably the most input on, on who is going to be the guy in the fall. Um, you know, so what we're looking for is, is Stanley, has he been able to take a step forward from where he was last fall? That's going to be a requirement. Uh, you know, he can't be expected just to simply step in and be the same guy he was in a, in a backup role to C.J. Beathard. Uh, you know, has, has Uyghurs 
maybe had a little fire lit underneath him that maybe has allowed him to progress a little more. Uh, those are the kinds of questions that will be answered a little bit this spring. Maybe not totally. It, it could go into the fall. Nobody said that they're going to have a definitive answer here yet by, by April 21st. But, uh, um, you know, Stanley certainly showed a, a, a nice arm uh, from what we saw last fall. Our sample size is pretty, is pretty small, but it was good enough for the coaches to put him at number two. Um, how much that was uh, <clears throat> earned and how much that was simply, uh, uh, you know, a, a situation where maybe Uyghurs didn't progress to the point where they wanted to see him last fall. Uh, you know, th- those kinds of things, you know, are, are the things that are a little murky. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, I, I, one of the things that I think that they tried to, to create, not only on offense but defense, is, uh, they wanted some competition throughout this roster this spring, and, and I, it sounds like that they're for the most part they're getting it. Uh, um, you know, on offense you've got a bunch of new coaches who are are going to be the guys who are going to ultimately be deciding who's starting and who's not, and uh, so there's playing time available, and that's a pretty good motivator. So uh, the running back position, as you mentioned, we're not going to see a whole lot of Akron Wadley and certainly not going to see him uh, getting any kind of contact. But the backup position, always important at Iowa, even uh, with injuries notwithstanding, they like to get their backup some work in there. What are you hearing right now with the backup position with Tokes Elkabande and also on the other side with a guy that redshirted last year and Torn Young, those two guys, and, and maybe another name or two you're looking for at the running back spot? Yeah, you know, those are a couple of guys who are certainly probably the next two in line. Marcel Jolly's kind of still there as well. Um, you know, and obviously they were pleased enough with Tokes last fall to, to utilize him, uh, but we kept hearing that they were very pleased with what they were seeing with Torn Young, too. They're, they're kind of uh, uh, different types of backs uh, to a degree, um, and I think that that's, uh, you know, that's not necessarily a bad thing, so... Uh, you know, it's one of those things that uh, I think that they've got some power uh, in uh, in uh, in Tokes, and and also obviously, uh, um, you know, Young is, is a, a 220 pounder too, who who, uh, who kind of built his reputation on being kind of a bull there. So, uh, you know, as as they look to to replace uh, uh, Lashawn Daniels, uh, you know, that's certainly uh, uh, there's a need there, and those are the kind of guys that I think that. Uh, uh, you know, they're going to get some carries this spring. There'll be some new bodies coming in the fall that we get a look to. But uh, uh, Tokes and Torn is where it starts right now, behind Akram, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, they really don't show much in these games, but you think they'll throw the ball long a few times, right, just to kind of get the crowd revved up? I, we've seen that in the past, yeah. yeah. I, I, think, I think that, you know, they – you know they will do what they can to make it somewhat entertaining, considering it's going to be about an hour and a half practice, and and uh, you know the emphasis will be more on practice than flash. But uh, um, you know they, they certainly will let the quarterbacks uh, you know have a chance to go down and make some deep plays and that kind of stuff. We, we we've seen that a little bit in the past, and uh, you know I'm sure there's a receiver out there who will uh, step to the forefront and become everybody's favorite, uh, <laughs> uh, if not tonight, two weeks from tonight, and. Uh, uh, whether or not he'll live up to that reputation in the fall remains to be seen. But, uh, uh, you know, you, you've got some young guys that, uh, uh, you know, again, you know, kind of the intriguing guy in the mix there is Nick Easley, a Juco transfer from, from Iowa Western, a kid out of Newton that uh, put up some decent numbers at, at the Juco level, uh, has impressed coaches with his work ethic so far this uh, this off season and, and at least through the first couple weeks of, of, of spring ball. And you know, how does he fit into that mix with uh, – 
you know, with Young and obviously with Vandenberg coming back in the fall, uh, it, it remains to be seen. But, uh, you know, certainly, uh, you know, Germanic Smith is, is there as well. So you, you've got a bunch of guys, but what you don't have right now, other than Vandenberg, is you don't have a lot of proven commodities. And, and that's what they're looking for. They're looking for that, that guy who can be the reliable uh, option B or option C. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, last year it was Jay Shield making the big play at wide receiver. Andre Harris had a big practice, and everybody was excited about him a few years before that. Seems like it happens every time, Steve, and you're exactly right. Defensively, a linebacker spot appears to be in pretty good shape. We know the names that are going to be replacing the cornerbacks over on uh, that side of things. But up front, a lot of injuries uh, when you guys had an opportunity last week to go in there and see the team. Three of the four expected starters, in fact, were out with an injury. As you look at that defensive line, some of the new names, how big of a concern is that in your mind? Well, I, I think it, what it's doing right now, it's providing some <clears throat> some opportunities for some guys who maybe haven't had a lot of experience. But, uh, uh, you know, I, I think big picture-wise, they, they need uh, Nathan Budgeter to be healthy. Uh, that's something that hasn't been the case since going back to, to in the fall when, when he messed up uh, the high ankle. Uh, you know, the two Nelsons were both out uh, the, the day we were in to watch practice, so uh, the end spots were a little uh, a little uh, thin that day. Uh, Sam Brinks, a uh, walk-on from Carroll, uh, was getting some pretty important reps. You, you know, you've got some guys, you know, in, in a Cedric Lattimore who saw a little bit of time last year as a freshman who was being counted on. Uh, Reese Morgan kind of alluded to that they like what they've seen from Brady Rife. Um You've also got uh, a senior in Jake Hewlett. He's a guy um, out of Springville who, who has been very injured throughout his career but is now healthy. He's a senior, uh, and he apparently has been making a little noise at the tackle as well. So, uh, you know, and obviously the, the elephant in the room there is A.J. Epineza, who will be arriving on campus in, in August. And, you know, where does he kind of fit into the mix? And, uh, you know, Reese, uh, Reese is never one to get too far ahead of himself, but uh, he did allude to that, uh, you know, in this situation, you can certainly see from a physical standpoint that the kid is, is probably ready to compete at this level. Uh, it will be how does he deal with the day-to-day mental end of it to, that will, uh, you know, ultimately decide uh, what kind of a role he has immediately. And, and he certainly would appear to be a freshman who could step in. But, uh, you know, they, they need the two Nelsons back. Uh, you know, Matt Nelson had a uh, had a walking boot on the other day. Um, Reese wasn't really willing to to go there in terms of, of when he would be back on the field, uh, but uh, he did allude to the fact that uh, he has expressed a willingness to play either inside or out. And and you know where I was, uh, I was a little green at the tackle spots. And you know if you could throw a six eight two hundred eighty five pounder who's got a little experience in there, uh, that might not be a bad thing. Uh, it's always good to find some fat guys that you can throw up there, Steve. There's no question <laughs> about helps. that. Yeah, absolutely. We, we, some of us have made a career out of it, right? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing personal there, pal. I was talking football. Come on. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> so, the thing, the thing, but you're you're a great guy. Good joke. the the thing that the thing that that I'm going to uh, kind of center in on, I guess, will be speed because. Maybe Watley is is Jermaine I, I, Smith, Germany Smith. I uh, do they have like a couple of burners that that people should like pay attention to other than those two guys? Not overly. Uh, you know, I, I don't think this is a. It's uh, uh, it's not. Um, you know, 
Uh, they're not a, a great track team. Uh, okay. I might have referenced a few years ago. Um, you know, Wadley certainly has that kind of speed. Right. Um, <clears throat> uh, Dominic Smith has shown it at times. Um, you know, we, we've heard good things about Falconer's speed. Uh, we haven't seen the ball in his arms when he's been trying to use that speed yet. Uh, you know, and those those are some of the questions that I was going to have to answer between now and September. Uh, some of those answers may be part of the recruiting class. Uh, Brandon Smith, certainly a kid out of Mississippi who who uh, comes in with some some high marks, uh, but uh, uh, you know, it, it's one of those things that uh, yeah, the skill positions that I have not been blessed with a great deal of speed in recent seasons, and. Uh, you know, and I think that's probably still going to be the way this team is built right now. It's certainly something that they're trying to address. Uh, you know, and I, th- I think we're seeing a little bit of it in terms of, of uh, you know, how they're they're moving guys into linebacker positions and that type of thing. That they're maybe going a little quicker in some of those in some of those uh, spots in terms of recruiting. But it's it's uh, it's an ongoing process for sure. Steve Batterson with us on the Draft House Fifty Hotline talking Hawkeyes with Iowa making their way for an open practice tonight over at Valley High School. Uh, Steve, before I let you run a little basketball, roster appears to be set. There were rumblings last week of a possible transfer. Nothing uh, turned out for that. What do you think this offseason, what is it going to take for Iowa to to take that next step from going from a pretty good team in the Big Ten this season and, and being a team that has a chance to be a contender? What do you think needs to be the biggest aspect they're working on this summer? Well, you know, I, I think uh, the the two new pieces to the puzzle are coming in, um, at least officially at this point. In in uh, in Nungi and uh, in Garza, I think are going to help. Uh, they give Iowa something inside that uh, maybe the Hawkeyes lacked a little bit of in terms of size and and uh, and ability down low that uh, certainly can make a difference. Uh, you know, and I think uh, with the rest of the guys, I think defense has to be a, a primary focus. Uh, you know, just a willingness and and, uh, and from a technical standpoint, just uh, a little more of a commitment to uh, to defending. Uh, that 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 will allow Iowa to take the next step. And and uh, you know, I, I'm not totally convinced that the roster is is setting grant yet. Um, I, I think that uh, those kinds of things this time of year are are still pretty fluid. Um, you know, I, we'll see over the next few weeks, but. Uh, um, you know, certainly it, it appears at this point that the, the guys who are there are, are headed back, mm-hmm. um, and, and I think that uh, uh, you know if uh, you know if you can take that that nucleus and add those two big guys to it, I think it's it, it's going to be a pretty uh, chance to to really take a step forward and 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 compete in what should be a, a, a more competitive Big Ten mm-hmm. next year. Thank you, Steve. It's always good. Drive carefully. Uh, have the limo driver make sure that he just sets it on about uh, 78. That way you're that good. Sounds, yeah. That sounds, it sounds like a plan. There, Absolutely. There, there you go, pal. And we'll see you uh, over here in a few hours. Thanks, man. Have a safe trip. Hey, you bet. Take care, guys. See you. Steve Batterson, Quad City Times on the Draft House 50 hotline. It'll be fun. It always yep. is. And then tomorrow afternoon, Iowa State, that's always going to be a good time as well. Weather's going to be nice for mm-hmm. that, too. Uh, Matt Nelson will join us at 2 o'clock and will break down all of the Iowa State stuff. Uh, one thing that we haven't gotten into yet. Yes, sir. Let's do that quickly. You and I have been watching while we've been talking because uh-huh. we're both talented enough to do that. Uh, the Masters. And yes. Everybody's out. The sky is blue. 
But once again, Trent, the wind now really beginning to pick up, and it's playing havoc with uh, a lot of players. Yeah, we were off the air when Charlie Hoffman was making his push yesterday and yeah. uh, shooting that 7-under 65. But uh, here today, it has gone the other way. He's come back to the pack, and uh, at last check, I saw him at 3-under. Has he dropped another shot? Yeah, he, he has. Yeah. He's, he's at 2-under two two now. now. So. And uh, Sergio Garcia has uh, gotten a few back-to-back. Sergio. Sergio. My man. Yeah. I like Sergio. I do, too. I'd like to see him win a freaking major, something he hasn't been able to do. It's been a lot of starts without a win. Yeah. I'd like to see that take place. But, like, Heinrich Stenson is, like, plus seven. Mm -hmm. And Angel Cabrera, former Masters, is plus 11. It's tough out there. Yeah. Tough out there. Conditions very, very difficult with the wind. We'll come back on the other side. Put a cap on hour number one. Still lots to come. We'll take a look at that scoreboard, get you up to date on everything happening with the Masters. We got some day baseball also going on today. Another busy one here on a Friday, live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios. It's Jimmy B and TC. Big news, big talk. Join me, Diana Kelly, every Saturday morning at 10 for what's happening in your neighborhood with Inside Iowa. On 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Don't miss the annual outdoor power sale at Ace, our biggest outdoor power sale of the season. Save big on mowers, blowers, trimmers, chainsaws, and more from the best brands like Craftsman and Toro, all under one roof. And as always, the help is free. Hurry into your local Ace now for huge savings during our biggest outdoor power sale of the year. Offers valid on select products through April 17th at participating stores. Includes instant savings offers for Ace Rewards members. See store for details. As an entrepreneur, you're always on the go. So turn your mobile phone into a business phone system with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. Make and receive business calls using our iPhone and Android apps. Get a new business number or keep your current one. Forward your calls to any phone and even get your voicemails transcribed. Join over 250,000 small businesses who stay connected with Grasshopper. See how it works at grasshopper.com, the entrepreneur's phone system. Stop into Lowe's Spring Black Friday event where you'll find savings on those projects popping up on your to-do list. Get your garden started with five bags of Stay Green Garden Soil now for just $10. And do a little outdoor spring cleaning and save $70 on a Troy Build 2800 PSI gas pressure washer now for just $249. All projects have a starting point. Start with Lowe's. Soil offer valid 45 through 510. Pressure washer offer valid through 410. While supplies last, U.S. only. See store for details. 1700 KBGG backs the blue, and we'd like you to back them too. Each week, go to our website at 1700kbgg.com and nominate an officer who does an outstanding job. Tell us why that officer deserves a special salute. We'll select an officer weekly, share their story online and on the air, and present them with a special certificate. And bring their department some Brugger's bagels. Help back the blue at 1700kbgg.com. 
Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, wolfconstruction.net. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite 515-262-STAR. Call today for next day installation 515-262-STAR. Hey everybody, it's me, it's Jimmy B, and I'm here to tell you about Aspen in the West Glen Town Center in West Des Moines. You want a great workout? Aspen has got everything that you need. It's a newly remodeled facility. All the machines, all of the weights, training sessions, everything that you need to get your health improved. And right now, Aspen is running a family add-on special. One dollar to join any membership for someone in your family as well. Just one dollar. It's a family membership add-on special. It's Aspen, West Glen, Town Center, West Des Moines. Jim Brinson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Live from the Wolf Construction Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. Come back in, everybody. We roll till 3 o'clock today. Uh, Kevin Lehman will be our guest uh, a little bit after 1. We'll dive into Wichita State. That's Creighton and Wichita State gone now from the Missouri Valley Conference. And that is pretty much the death blow as far as getting multiple teams into the dance. Uh, We'll get uh, Kevin's. He covers a lot of the Valley knows the Valley very well, and we'll pick his brain on what that means, not only for the Valley, but how good is it for Wichita State now jumping to the American. All right, let's get into the golf now just a little bit. Yeah, Charlie Hoffman still with the lead. He's given some back to the course, though. In fact, had five bogeys in six holes. Bogeyed six, seven, eight, ten, and 11. Hello. Uh, Bounced back with a birdie on 13, but he's playing currently on the 14th. Still the leader, though, Charlie Hoffman with that. Beautiful green glove that he yeah. loves to wear. I liked it back in the day when he had the flowing locks. He Did had a little like, bit of a mullet yeah, look going. I, yeah, he was a mullet guy. He, he looked like a guy from the 80s that you probably ran around <laughs> with back, back in the day, Jimmy B. But Hoffman currently at four under. Willie McGirt, he's at two under uh-huh. uh, for the tournament. Phil Mickelson, Justin Rose, they're both at one under. Uh, about to tee off for both those guys here within the next hour. And then you got Sergio up there. Ryan Moore putting together a nice day. Good. A young American. He's uh, doing pretty well. And a couple of guys across the pond, I don't know, Sullivan and Fitzpatrick. Where's Zach? There as well. Let's get down. you got to scroll a little bit before we get to Find Zach Johnson. To Zach Johnson. But not out of it, at least in terms of making the weekend. Okay. You know, early on, we weren't sure what the weather conditions were going to be. And it, right. it looked like at the time from a lot of people that the scoring conditions were going to be a lot better today 
than they have proved to be. It felt like after yesterday's five over, he was going to be in trouble. He is even right now mm-hmm. for the day. He's got a birdie, a bogey uh, through four holes. So, you know, if he goes out there, he can shoot a, a 70, 71. Yeah. Not only is he going to make the cut, he maybe has a chance to put himself, maybe even get into the top 20 with a good weekend. So all hope is not lost. Well, maybe it is in terms of a victory <laughs> for Zach, unless he gets incredibly hot here right. uh, this afternoon. But Zach Johnson currently in a tie for 49. Mm. Uh, so you're trying to project what the cut's going to be. Yes, I and always try to do that. You always figure out what it's going to be. This is the time to do it as we start to go deeper into the afternoon on cut day. Uh, the Masters rules, this began in 2013. Top 50 plus ties, along with anybody that's within 10 of the leader. Okay. So let's just say, for instance, that uh, Charlie Hoffman is your clubhouse leader through the second round at 4-under. At 4-under. That means everybody at plus 6 or better is going to get in, Mm -hmm. even if they're not in the top 50. Okay. They'll still be able to get it. Now, if he goes low, he gets on a hot streak here, he's 7-under. Right. That doesn't automatically mean that the cut line is going to be 3-over. That means that uh, top 50 Yes. Is what it would go to there. So you're looking at, I would say, you think it's going to be six or you think it's going to be five? I think it'll be closer to five. You think it'll be five? I think so. Yeah. I think it will be. And and look, uh, guys are just struggling terribly. I just watched Matt Kuchar. Terrell Hatton is plus 12. I mean, we're talking my numbers now. <laughs> okay? Uh, these are these are guys. Angel Cabrera, former champion, is plus 11. So uh, these guys, the wind conditions have really made it tough. Uh, I've watched a couple of guys uh, hit the greens, and the greens now with the winds have dried yeah. out yep. so much. They cannot uh, stop the ball. Yeah. And the ball will hit. I saw, I believe it was uh, Heinrich Stenstrom, hit the front of the green on a par three. Yeah. The front of the green it bounced a couple of times and then just took off like a rocket. And not only did it roll to the back of the green, it rolled off the green and down the slope <laughs> in the back, in the rough. Huh, that didn't sound like a fun no, day at the golf sounds course. sounds like something that would happen to you and I. Well, luckily, these guys get paid for their they effort They do, So yes. they'll be in good shape. With that, we'll come back. Kevin Lehman kicks things off here from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios. We'll talk about the move Wichita officially in the American Athletic Conference. What's next for the MVC? And also a look around the big four here in the state of Iowa in college basketball. That's next with Kevin Lehman here on Jimmy B and TC. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, noon to 3, and Des Moines' biggest local sports show, Marty and Miller, from 3 to 6 on 1700. The weather's warming up, and it's time to think about your spring projects. Wolf Construction Roofing can take any roofing job, large and small, flat roof, sloped, or pitched. The guys at Wolf Construction will do a wonderful job for you. Most single-family home projects are completed in one day, and your property is left in better condition than they found it. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. It's Wolf Construction Roofing. Call BJ Bengard today, 515-225-8866, or check them out online, wolfconstruction.net. The Spot West Glen, a personal journey for the mind, body, and spirit. Treat yourself with massage therapies including sweetest massage, deep tissue massage, and the signature service from the Spa at West Glen, the West Glen Body Ritual. The Spa at West Glen also provides injectables, facials, chemical peels, 
and medical spa treatments, including Dermapen, along with nutritional services. Look and feel your best with help from the Spa at West Glen. And the Spa at West Glen makes a great gift for the special lady in your life. Believe me. Call the Spa at West Glen at 515-225-2642. That's 515-225-2642. Or check them out online at RelaxDesMoines.com. Dr. Heidi Cook and the Spa at West Glen. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Ladies and gentlemen, today's opponents on Man versus Train. At the crossing, we have Rick, a 175-pound frustrated man who's running late for work. And on the tracks, we have Bull, a million-pound freight train that takes a mile to stop. Let's see who comes out on top. You can't beat a train, so don't try. Stop. Trains can't. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. It's Spring Black Friday at the Home Depot, where right now, select John Deere mowers come with a free Home Depot gift card worth up to $350. From zero-turn models to the new Excel cutting decks, John Deere gives you a quality cut that won't cut into your downtime. And that free Home Depot gift card puts even more spring in your pocket. Buy a John Deere, get a gift card. During Spring Black Friday, only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Bow through April 19th in store and online. Gift card via mailing rebate. See store for details. Welcome to Staples. Staples guy, I need some things for the office, but money is tight. Well, now at Staples, we're celebrating HP Savings Month. You'll find big savings on great HP products all month long. Save big on HP? How big? Right now, when you buy one HP Inc., you'll get the second 40% off. Whoa. Mind blown. You're the third one this week. Now, during HP Savings Month at Staples, buy one HP Inc., get the second 40% off, and experience the outstanding print quality of original HP Inc. cartridges. Hence, 4817 C Store or staples.com slash HP Month for details. Restrictions may apply. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar 